0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Organic Gardening for Beginners. I'm your host, Jessica, from the blog Homegrown Food and Flowers, and this is the show that helps you learn the simple and sustainable methods you need to grow your own awesome garden. This is episode 36, Small Space Gardening, five tips to help you maximize your compact space, because not everybody has a huge growing space to use. Sometimes you might just be dealing with a small postage stamp size yard, but I don't want that to stop you from trying to build your own first garden or continuing to maximize what you've already started with. So I've got five tips for you that I've used as I've moved from small yard to small yard and that I'm still applying even now in our larger garden. There's nothing like a good list to follow. So let's jump into our list with number one, go vertical. Now, this might seem very obvious, but if you have a small gardening area, then growing up is going to be a lot easier than growing out. And this can be, you know, the things that jump right away to your mind, such as a trellis or an arbor or even hanging baskets. There are towers like stackable towers that you can grow in that are very popular. Greenstock is one of them and even though I don't have personal experience with those, I know that they're very popular and people seem to really enjoy them. So long story short, growing up is a great way to buy yourself some extra space instead of putting in a raised bed Or an in-ground garden, instead you are using the vertical space that you've got, say, on your back porch, your patio, your deck. Even if you do have a yard and it's just very small, you can still use these vertical spaces by building something like a, a trellis with chicken wire that you attach to your house. I did this in a past garden where I was growing sweet peas out front and sweet peas need to be trellised anyways, but this is a really simple and inexpensive way to build a trellis. So you don't have to go and buy anything necessarily. You can use what you've already got with some sort of mesh or fencing that you then just tack to your wall. In this case, I used uh, some stucco staples because we had stucco on the outside of our house, or not staples, screws that I then suspended the chicken wire on and it worked out great. It was awesome. If you just have something like a deck or a patio that you're working with, you can use the stackable towers that I had mentioned before where you stack tiers up if you've never seen a picture of one, and then that builds little pockets for you to plant in. And this works really well for smaller plants like herbs or greens, probably not so well for taller plants like tomatoes or certainly not anything like a sunflower or corn, but it's still a great way to grow something if you are working with limited space. Hanging baskets are more versatile than I think people give them credit for, because you can grow everything from tomatoes to nasturtiums to herbs like oregano or thyme. You could even try some mint in a hanging basket so it doesn't have to only be those very flower-filled ones that you see in the nurseries with things like lobelia and petunias. You can really maximize the space of a hanging basket with all different kinds of crops and you could still even companion plants in there. You can put in a mix of herbs and flowers. Maybe even a small veggie like spinach, if you are very, very short on space, but you still want to try to grow a little bit of everything. So think outside the box a little bit on hanging baskets. It doesn't need to be limited just to some of those flowers that you commonly see. If you have an arbor, which is very similar to a trellis in that you have a structure that your plants grow up, but an arbor is kind of. I guess think about it, a horseshoe shape or an upside down u that you can put over something like your gate or your um, walkway up to your house, and you can grow green beans or flowers, things like that up an arbor, and it will do just fine to take advantage of the space that you have. Another way to go vertical, and this it kind of flows into my next point number two, is think of different ways to get that vertical or container space. And what I mean by this is if you don't have hanging baskets or you don't have the space or budget or whatever to build or buy a trellis or arbor, you can still use sort of unconventional or upcycled materials. And one of the coolest ones that I have seen, and that I'm actually going to try this coming year, is to use rain gutters that you can either source used or find you know, at your local restore, something like that. And this works really well for smaller or shallow rooted plants. And strawberries is one of the most common ways I've seen rain gutters used. Uh, Lettuce is another very popular option. You can do something like a scallion that has a very shallow root system and isn't going to bulb out into a full size onion. And so you take a linear footage section of gutter, whatever you're working with, whether that's two feet or six feet, and you put caps on the end to hold the soil in, and then you can suspend them on your fence so that you are taking advantage of that vertical space without using something like uh, a hanging basket. And... If you do it right, you can even, from what I've seen, you can kind of angle one to feed into the other so that when you water the top one, any excess irrigation will just drip down to the one below it. And so it's kind of like a self-watering system where you're just taking care of that top one and the bottom tiers in your rain gutter system will get watered from the one above it. I hope that makes sense. I kind of think of it like a little trickle-down effect where the top a gutter is going to water the second one, the second one will water the third one, and so on and so on. Honestly, it might just be more efficient to water each one individually, you know, without trying to angle them just so, but it's a cool system that I've seen pictures of, have not tested it myself, but I will be testing gutters in general next year. You can even suspend these or attach, I should say, on your deck railing. There are Pots that you can buy that are shaped to straddle the railing on, on your deck, like a two by four. And those look awesome, but they honestly get very expensive if you need to buy more than just one or two. And so what you can do instead is screw the gutter to the top railing so that it you know, doesn't fall or get blown over and growing it that way. And that can be an awesome way to use it for, again, like I mentioned, strawberries or lettuce because they're so accessible. And the closer a garden is to your house and the easier it is to access, the more likely you are to actually harvest and eat from it, maintain it, water it, all those good things. And so that's a great way to really maximize essentially no yard space if you are just growing right on your deck like that. Another alternative to get vertical space, and I did use this one and I had we'll say medium success with it. It was really, it was my own fault. I got a shoe organizer from the dollar store. And then each pocket that you would normally put a pair of shoes in, I filled with soil and I planted in there. I used strawberries. I did some herbs, some lettuce, and it actually worked out really well. It looked pretty cool, but I will say that the huge drawback was that, my goodness, it dried out so, so quickly that it was a real battle to keep things from totally drying out and dying from dehydration, essentially. And it didn't help that we were living in California, where it gets very, very warm. And I'd be willing to try it again here in Oregon, where it rains significantly more and just doesn't get as hot in general, even during the summer. Um, But it was a really cool way to build almost a wall of plants using very inexpensive materials. And of course, I had to Source the compost to fill each of those little pockets, so it's not just buying the the shoe organizer, but it's a nifty way to make use of your space, especially if you've got something like a like a six foot wall or a fence in your backyard that would otherwise go to waste. Um, and now that I mention it, you could also use that fence to attach your chicken wire trellis to, to allow things to grow up that back fence as well. Things like sweet peas again, or green beans, or um, nasturtiums can even be trained up a trellis. So those, that's another way to do double duty on a fence if that's what you've got in your growing area. Now, of course, I would be remiss to not uh, mention that you can just use pots and containers. These are a really great way to build a garden when you don't have a whole lot of room because it's so modular, meaning that you can move the pots and containers to whatever arrangement you need to fit the space you've got. So if you, for example are growing on the side of your house because that's where you can get the sun or that's just where you have access to, then you can just put all your pots in a line so that you've got a long skinny line of pots that fit in that space. Or maybe you have this one little area in your backyard that gets good amount of sun and isn't too exposed to wind or you know too much sun, then you can put your pots in a little array to fit in that area or divide them up put some of your pots in your backyard, some of your pots in your front yard or on the side. And this is a great way to take advantage of these little pockets of space that you might have in your home where you don't have one larger general space that you can put everything. So you can kind of divide and conquer by using containers to take advantage of the space where you can find it. Moving away from just the structure of how to use your space to garden, even if it's small, there are two planting techniques that can really help you out to maximize your space. And that is succession planting and companion planting. And succession planting means that you plant a crop more than once throughout the season. This is very common for something like radish, which grow very quickly in about a month. And so you would plant one round of radish And then anywhere from one to four weeks later, plant another round. If you are planting them in a staggered way so that you plant one round and then you plant the second round of seeds the, the next week, then you'll have kind of a cascading harvest period which is awesome if you have the space for it. But this can be a little bit tricky if you're already dealing with a smaller space. So you can do succession planting in a way that once those radish come out, you just immediately plant something. Again, it could be more radishes, or it could be putting in lettuce transplants or summer tomatoes or whatever it is. But basically, you are constantly planting new rounds of seeds or seedlings so that you are maximizing every inch of space in your garden so that nothing is left empty either at the start of the season or once a mature crop comes out. This is also known as relay planting, The this type of succession planting, and we're going to get into that in another episode. But succession planting is a great way to maximize your space because you constantly have new crops going in To take advantage of the growing area that you've got. Now, as far as companion planting, this is similar in that it maximizes your space, but with companion planting, you are growing two or more crops together for either the whole season or for part of the season. And as an example, say you have a pot with tomato, one tomato in it, you know, growing up a a trellis in the middle. Instead of leaving the Outside edge of the pot empty, like around the tomato, you might put some lettuce plants in there, or oregano, or basil plants, or even something like a cilantro. And so you're making use of those space by allowing those plants to grow together. And the benefit, aside from saving space, is that some plants can grow better with a buddy. So in this example of the tomato and the basil, one of the very common stories or anecdotes that you'll hear about companion planting these two in particular is that basil is going to improve the flavor of your tomato plants. Another example is for a flower like sweet peas that prefer to have cool roots as the spring and early summer warm up. And so you can companion plant that with a low growing or spreading flower or vegetable that's going to keep it cool. So you could put nasturtium at the feet of your sweet peas, To shade the soil and prevent it from warming up too soon, you could put something like lettuce or spinach or a sweet alyssum, all with the goal of being almost like a ground cover for the roots of the sweet peas so that they bloom just a little bit longer into the season. So these are a few examples of companion planting that you can use in your containers, in your smaller space, even as I'd mentioned earlier in the episode in a a hanging basket. There are lots of ways to maximize the space you've got Keep all your plants happy and not be limited by the the space or lack of space that you have in your area. The second planting tip, and this is tip number five overall, is to use compact or dwarf varieties. And this one might seem a little bit obvious, but it bears mentioning because I just actually chatted with somebody at my local farmers market uh, where I have uh, a booth there, and somebody was saying that they liked nasturtium, but they didn't like how how much they spread, how trailing the vines were. And they didn't actually know that you can get compact varieties of nasturtium that don't spread. And so I want to make sure to mention this here to you in case this is news to you as well, where there are even for sweet peas that are known to be a climber, garden peas like snap peas, uh, zucchini, cucumbers, nasturtium, like I mentioned, all of these have... They're standard trailing varieties, the ones that will either spread out along the ground or climb up a trellis, or they have compact varieties that stay in, that have a mounding growth habit so that they form more of a a bushy, compact plant as opposed to spreading. And of course, there are dwarf varieties of a ton of different vegetables like tomatoes. They have ones like, uh, I think it's called Tom Thumb that stays very small. There's even a tomato variety called patio, meaning obviously it's meant to grow in a container on your patio. There are dwarf pepper plants, dwarf or compact zucchini plants that stay a lot smaller. The cucumbers I already mentioned. You can even grow something like uh, baby carrots or dwarf carrots that form more of a round root instead of the long standard carrot shape that we think of so that if you're growing in planters, you don't have to worry about not having pots that are deep enough. There are all kinds of ways to choose variety specific to your space. Even sunflowers, you can grow in a pot as long as you get a dwarf variety or shorter variety. Um, Like gummy bear or teddy bear or even big smile is a great smaller plant that you, sunflower plant that you can put in a pot without, you know, worrying about it being one of those giant 10 foot Uh, sunflowers that'll get too big for the space that you've given it. So point of all of this being, don't let a small space stop you from putting in a garden because there are tons of ways to manipulate what you've got to choose varieties for those circumstances where you can grow a very robust, very productive, and very beautiful garden, even if it is in a small area. One of the gardens that I've seen in my life that still sticks with me was up in Vancouver, BC, up in Canada. And we were just, I was with a friend and we were walking through almost the downtown area and this lady had the most beautiful garden and it was tiny. It was so small. It was probably a, we'll say a 10 by 10 area, which for me is tiny because I'm used to having somewhat bigger gardens. And man, she packed that thing with so many flowers, so many herbs. She had some veggies trellised in the back and in some planters, like some larger pots. And she just took advantage of every square inch of that space that she had. And it was so beautiful. And it just, it showed how much you can do with a smaller space. If you are a little bit creative, a little bit determined to make use of what you've got and just get out there and do it. So I always want to encourage everybody to try. I always say planted is better than perfect. And so if you've got your tiny little space or your patio or heck, even a balcony, You can put a window box up there. You can use the rain gutters that I mentioned before. You can still grow something. So get out there, start thinking about your plan for next year and how you're going to maximize the space you do have so that you can grow an awesome garden. If you're getting value out of the show, I would love it if you would stop by the rating and review section in Apple Podcasts, because it always helps me know that I'm on the right track with the episodes that I am recording for you. And it also helps new listeners take a chance on the show because other people have already vouched for it. So that is always appreciated. And I will be back to chat more plants with you next week. Bye.